Hello and welcome to this Farm Advisory Service podcast. My name is Ross McKenzie. Have you ever thought about pigs? This is the first of three podcasts for new entrants thinking about a career in the Scottish pig industry. This first podcast we speak to Andy McGowan, the Managing Director of the Scottish Pig Producers, and Andy gives us an overview of the Scottish pig industry as it is at present. Hi, yes. So so Scottish Pig Producers is one of the largest farming co-ops in Scotland. Um, We market most of the pigs from the the independent family farms in Scotland to uh, the the processors. So in effect, we we collectively sell the farms. It's a way of getting an economy of scale for for family farms uh, and giving us some clout in the marketplace when we all work together. Um, so we sell about 500,000 pigs a year in Scotland and we also operate in Northern Ireland. Um, so that, that we have a turnover of about £17 million and that's, that's all just goes straight back to the farmers. Um, so my role is, is the, the weekly operations, the, 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 the kind of getting the pigs booked in and selling them to the customers and so on. Um, but we also take a very long-term view. So it's about developing the industry, trying to ensure that it's a, it thrives and uh, it's, a, it's a vibrant part of the Scottish agricultural landscape. So um, that's my role. Now, we we believe that the the outlook for pigs in Scotland is really quite positive. It's clearly huge uncertainties. Um, I know people always say that, but um, 2020 has taken the biscuit when it comes to um, some of the, the 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 huge waves that are that are crashing in from all sides. You, you have the the coronavirus impact um, and what's what that's done to consumer habits, buying habits, trading patterns, and so on. Um, now, in the case of pork, we've actually done quite well out of it. The, the sales of bacon and pork in particular have gone way up as, as people see them as being store covered staples. Um, and it's also made imports a bit more difficult. So um, if anything, we've seen a, a, a rising domestic share of the marketplace that that, that is there. Uh, the second thing which has done very well for us is is China is, has got a huge deficit in pork as a result of a, 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 a catastrophic disease outbreak they're having there um but it does mean that exports of uk pork to china have gone up there at record levels and it's 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 really underpinned the the producer price in the uk so so to us our our two big markets have survived quite well that's that's uk retail uh and chinese exports and the combination of those two have have meant that the the producer prices have stayed stable at a very high level um all the way through the the crisis and uh, we're quite hopeful that'll continue the next area then is is brexit and we look at what impact that might have now because it's an unsubsidized sector historically um there's less worries about what happens with future support schemes um they're not a significant part of the overall income of a pig farm um and so to some extent we can we can let that play out and it doesn't really impact positively or negatively uh it's the trade that's more concerning but we're only 25 percent self-sufficient in pig meat in scotland so um we are net importers in a huge way so to some extent we're not too worried about trade deals and so on there will be cheap imported pork comes in there's always been cheap imported pork comes in there's there's always someone in the world who can produce it cheaper 
um, with lower standards. Now that's coming in just now, um, mainly from Europe, different parts of Europe. In the future, maybe it comes in from the US or Brazil, but it's still going to be cheaper than we can produce it. But we don't mind that because we're aiming more at the 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 higher end of the market where where provenance matters, where standards matter. Um, and that's where we believe we can we can find our role and we can thrive in. So um, with with both of those things, we believe that the, the outlook is actually looking quite positive for for the pig trade. Um, in Scotland, pigs is, has really tended to to move towards the areas where they're arable um, areas as well, because there's a real complementarity between being able to use the straw uh, and the, the feed barley, particularly. Uh, as as a, a good part of the inputs to the pig enterprise, and in return you get the muck, um, which goes back onto the fields and helps the productivity of the arable enterprises. Um, so the it has concentrated very much in around from maybe around the east coast from from Inverness down around the Murray coast, Aberdeenshire would be the 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 real heartland of it in terms of number of farms and production down through angus uh the east coast so um not so much of a west coast thing because you tend to need to move in all the the inputs but there are some some exceptions to that um so uh, the the key thing in scotland are our our vulnerability if you like has has often been for many years we've, we've been very reliant on a on on a single large processor um for the size of the industry we 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 don't need five big processing plants. There, are, there aren't enough pigs to supply uh, that many. So, so we need one good plant. Um, and over the last five or six years, there's been a, a farmer-owned um, operation in partnership with the processor Tulip in Brecon. So, um, there's a state-of-the-art abattoir which is really beginning to um, operate at its at its best. Um, and that that's being in Brecon for people who are looking at going into the pig industry somewhere that's within a, a, a two three hour transport of Brecon would be a sensible place to be looking um the the haulage costs are just one of these things that that are unavoidable and it stands to reason that the, the further away you are from your destination the more you that's going to pay and and if you're trying to if you're trying to rear pigs in the far northwest and travel transport them to Brecon, the, the transport cost is going to take such a big chunk out of your margin that when when pig prices do get a bit tight, there's a risk that that it pushes you into um, a loss making situation. So um, the location does matter, and unfortunately, it does probably concentrate people um, in and around that Aberdeenshire, Angus, Fife area, um, and. Um, so for anyone looking, that would be the first point. Now, they they would quite often get contact by people. The the one of the easiest routes in for people who have existing an existing farm and in particular existing cattle sheds um, is what they call bed and breakfast pigs. So this would be where um, another company you, almost rents your sheds and your labour. Um, so there's a fixed fee per pig and they will provide the pigs. They have the ownership of it. And there's much lower capital cost to that because in effect, you're just providing your facilities and someone else is is paying out for the um, producing the pigs to go into it. Um, now, the only note of caution I have on that is that there, there are only really two companies just now who are using bed and breakfast facilities. So we don't have... 
a demand for a hundred new people looking for bed and a hundred new B and B sites. We 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 need a few each year, um, and certainly we we are growing the industry in a sustainable way. But we need to be realistic about just how many new sites there might be and where those are. Um, as I say, the east coast is really the preferred area. Um, so it's not the case that you'll if you've a, a shed somewhere down in Ayrshire that you'll be knocked down in the rush from people looking to do B and B pigs because it's just on the wrong side from the processors and it's on the wrong side from the breeding farms as well, unfortunately. Um but so bed and breakfast is one route. It's it's an easy option for those who have, have their own pigs, but certainly it's not the only route. Now um the in terms of starting your own herd from a breeding point of view the the most efficient way to rear pigs is indoors pigs are like people um we don't tend to thrive if we're outdoors in the middle of winter or the middle of summer um without a bit of protection and the same applies to pigs so um indoor pigs allows you to control the environment they're in to keep it comfortable and and that's when they the the cost of production are the lowest so um but the capital costs of starting an indoor farm are about three times as much as uh, they are with an outdoor herd. So it's cheaper to start an outdoor breeding herd. And, th and there is also a bit of a premium in the marketplace for the pigs if it can be done. But it is quite, uh, it, it's a professional job. It needs to be done properly or else there is the risk of it um, going badly wrong. Um, in an outdoor situation so um, whether, whichever way you're going you need to do the homework get in touch with some existing producers certainly contact Scottish pig producers and we can we can get you up onto some farms so you know what you're getting into and it's a very one of the things I really love about the Scottish industry is it's so collaborative is that everyone is quite happy to show you you, you are not a threat to existing pig producers um you're a benefit to them and, and they will see you that way so there is a very welcoming industry for people coming into it they will help the, you know they explain the the ins and outs of it and the um pointers in the right direction so it's um it's certainly get in touch with uh scottish pig producers and we can we can help you find whatever route you want to go down um but the the other point i would make is that to because margins on pigs are quite tight um so to give you an example the 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 price of a pig just now is is about 165 pence a kilo um you compare that to to some of the sheep and cattle prices that are up around four pound a kilo it gives you an idea that there it, it's a it's a lean business and it's quite uh, as a meat it's, it's maybe undervalued in the the market but that it is what it is it means there's not huge amounts of money um so you need to do it well but it also means that it tends to be a volume game if you're going to make a full-time living out of pigs you're going to need quite a lot of them um and that means the the upfront investment can be quite significant so um i think with all those caveats it's definitely an industry that's on the rise we're, we're very optimistic about what will happen post-brexit and would certainly welcome discussions with anyone who's, who's interested in, in coming to the industry just give us a call thank you very much to andy mcgowan the managing director of scottish pig producers limited for giving us such an excellent overview of the scottish pig industry if you want to get in touch with the scottish pig producers their telephone number is 01466 
7922284 or you can visit their website scottishpigs.coop Also, if you need further advice from FAS, you can visit their website faz.scot or telephone for advice 0300 323 0161.